Hey, welcome to a new episode of Save It For The Show. I try not to say everyone. <laughs> Every time I start the show, hey everyone. <laughs> so I left out everyone. What up, y'all? Episode 66, <laughs> Eddie's here in the house. Hey, hey. Super late night. Yes, definitely. We were just talking about Eddie and I are so lame and so like homebody with, listen, when you work, it's a school night, man. Yeah, exactly. We're not staying up late. I'm it's, a grown ass man. Seriously. You worked a long, hard day. <laughs> Last thing you want to do is come over to my house at 10 o'clock and dick around in my <laughs> office. So you're here, though. Yes, I'm here. So thank you. No problem. I know uh, the show doesn't put food in your baby's mouth yet. <laughs> yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I shouldn't talk about it. We got like a real sponsor, but I'm still signing the paperwork oh, for okay. it. So I think next week's show, I can I can say what it is. It's not that big of a deal, <laughs> but it's hilarious. The whole thing is just making me laugh. Is it? Yeah, just because it's like sort of silly. <laughs> it's not food. It's like an actual thing that sponsors podcasts. So whatever. I guess that's a tease. Yeah, sort come of, back next week, guys. If anyone cares. <laughs> so yeah, so here we are, episode 66, back in action, and yeah, missed you last week. Yeah, uh, you was, had a good show, though. Thank you. It was nice having, we got a lot of nice emails about Bill and nice. stuff like that. So yeah, thanks again to Bill for coming on, and and yeah, but uh, it's good to have you back. Thank you. How's vacation? Uh, vacation was great. That was, that was actually my real treat. Um, you, you already had vacation. I did, but but that's the, fine. Ex- the experience, gotcha. Um, of vacation, I guess. The, the last one was looking forward to the vacation. Right. So fair enough. But yeah, it was it was a good time. Spent good. spent a few days in Santa Cruz. Um, spent a few days relaxing at home. Played some GTA. Yeah. Um, good times. Good man. I'm glad you had a good time. Thank you. Santa Cruz is cool. Yeah. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, in, in Northern California, it's a nice, cool beach town, and you should definitely check it out. Yeah. Brought to you by the Santa Cruz Visitor <laughs> Authority. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was nice here. I, I guess I could say what my real treat is. Since you said yours was mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five <laughs> or V, and yeah, that that's actually my real treat, too, which, you know, uh, shout out to somebody, James Hall, a good listener and friend of the show. He wrote in that was his real treat, and gosh darn it, that's my real treat too. Nice. And how can it not be? It's it's an amazing game. I think every person, probably from the age what like seventeen, well, uh, eh, maybe eighteen, because the game, the fucking games are expensive. Yeah, sixty five dollars out the door. Yeah, for a video game, that's a little ridiculous. I mean, I don't want to like old man soapbox here. <laughs> if my games used to be, and you know, you see those charts where they'll show you. Actually, systems aren't aren't even as expensive as they were. Like Super Nintendo came out, it was two hundred bucks, but back then that's like a thousand bucks now. Yeah, I don't fucking care. <laughs> All I know is right now for sixty five hard earned American dollars, <laughs> that seems like a lot for a video game. It does, yeah. But I feel like games that have replay value are worth it more so. Like that's what I try to buy is a game that I know that I'll play for sure. a while. Um, so, and I think GT, I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's worth $65, but. I think it is. Yeah? I, I will say, because, you know, the thing about, like, th- okay, some games are pieces of shit. It's not like they're $40. Yeah. Most, every game is 65 unless it's, like, a dollar iPhone app or a $10 downloadable game on your Xbox yeah. or something. So, if there was a great game that was 60 or a shitty game that was 40 I would be down for that. Yeah. I think Grand Theft Auto is like such a good game. And for anyone that doesn't play video games, like it would almost be impossible for me to describe and say, as far as the video game dim goes. Yeah. I mean, it's the most like, and I'm only, I don't know, four or five hours into it. I feel like it's the most complete, 
polished, yeah. thought through game. Like everything that you do in the game has a reaction. Like yeah. you open a car door, it makes a sound, it opens up a certain way. The physics, the things, the way things move, the weather, the sunsets. Like when you're driving yeah. and you see like the reflections. It's crazy. It's insane. And, and somebody coded everything yeah like that's the thing like that game's worth 65 dollars the billion dollars or something that it made in three days <laughs> yeah. they deserve that yeah because so much time went into that game and so many people worked on it so anyways for people that want to say oh my god you you fuck hookers and then hit them with baseball bats <laughs> and take like, your money back and then take your money back <laughs> like that kills me yeah when i hear that stupid trope trotted out yeah about video games it's like watching a movie where you see that happen like what's right you know it's you're, you're not gonna go out and do that that's why you play the game you to, to I mean? subside <laughs> those urges yeah, exactly yes but i think well and and movies are real people yeah like you mean to tell me that breaking bad or i don't know another very intense show that's real emotions yeah. and real people break uh, grand theft auto is so fan fake and fanciful and and silly and then they glom onto that one thing. So millions and millions of people play video games. Yeah. And then one idiot does something stupid. Exactly. Like, okay, well, what about the millions of other people? Yeah. It doesn't make you do these things. It's, that's insane <laughs> to say that. No different than like rap music makes people, you know, shoot people or do anything like that. Yeah. It might make them act, dress a certain way and like pop, pop bottles in the club <laughs> or, you know, something like that. But it definitely doesn't make them violent. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think so either. Whatever. It, it depends on the person and their mental state. I yeah, mean. right. So maybe somebody says, well, if somebody was close to the edge, the video game pushed them, something would have pushed them over the edge anyways. Yeah. An argument in the street, uh, the barista misspelling their name on the coffee cup, that person was going to kill people no matter what. Exactly. So anyhow, it's a, it's a fantastic game. Yes. You need to play it if you have... Uh, anybody has a an inkling of video game in them already has it. Like, yeah. I don't know anyone that likes video games that doesn't have it. I mean, it made a billion fucking dollars. You know what I mean? You just like, got to play it. Everyone has it. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a movie that comes out that you just have to see. Yeah. Like you have to go see a new Star Wars movie or yeah. I don't know. That's like one of the games that I won't trade in until there's a new one coming out. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you can revisit it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I, I, I just ranted about how the game doesn't make you do things in real life. But I did remember... This is probably like Vice City, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, okay. the one that was set in the 80s. And if you had MP3s on your Xbox, when you got in a car, it would play your own MP3s, yeah. which I thought was so funny. Yeah. Like I'd carjack someone and they'd be listening to some weird you know, indie rock that I downloaded <laughs> on there. But the crazy thing was, you know, I would play these games, I would hear the music, my own music, mm -hmm. and then when I got in my own car... And that, those same songs would come on. <laughs> I'm not saying that I wanted to like run people over, <laughs> but it would kind of trigger something, like a like a signal or like a a thing in my head just to yeah. be like it would remind me of the game. Yeah, and it wouldn't make me be like I'm gonna run some fucking people over. <laughs> but it definitely there was a correlation there. It, it wasn't the game; it was the music that inspired you. There you go to run people over. Music, yeah, because music is powerful. <laughs> so, all right, well, that's my real treat. Nice. Um, Otherwise, it's been a normal week. Um, I'm going on vacation next week, so that's really exciting. Look, where are you going? Uh, to Hawaii. Oh, my God. Yeah, which is it's just... I haven't been on vacation in a super long time. My kids haven't yeah. since your wedding. Yeah. That, so oh, it's man. been like you know five or six years almost. Yeah. So Fields family's pumped. <laughs> 
So I guess that could be my real treat too, but that was already yours. Yeah. That's a life treat. <laughs> Something that we're excited about. But it's been good. That Things are really, now that school's in session, I'm the music docent, like I mentioned. <laughs> um, things are really good. We're back in the swing. Had something funny happen today. Okay. Um, we're eating dinner. And if you have kids, making dinner for your kids is awful. Yeah. Your daughter will eat a fucking shoe <laughs> or anything. She's so sweet and easy. But my kids, and you know parents will be like, well, then you're not going to eat dinner. Like, you eat what we eat or you don't eat. Yeah. Well, guess what? My kids, then they won't eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they don't care. They don't give a shit. They just won't eat that yeah. night. Or they'll, like, I'll give them fruit. They'll just eat the fruit and be like, all right, cool. We'll eat this fruit then. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to eat your steak or chicken. or I mean, it's not like I'm feeding them weird, exotic <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's very simple things. So finally, in an effort, I was so fed up with it, I made asparagus, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird kind of gross i guess for a young kid yeah and that's the thing okay broccoli and all those things they're the weird texture i mean kids taste differently than us their mouths haven't been burned down by coffee (laughs) and drinking and people that smoke cigarettes you can't taste shit yeah so that's why some people who eat all that spicy food they act like they're so tough just because you have a dead ass tongue Right, you're not bitch. Like, okay, seriously. All right, it's not like you're so tough <laughs> that you're just taking this pain. You just can't taste it. Yeah, whatever. So, anyways, are people who put a lot of salt on their food? Yeah, it's like besides having a heart attack or diabetes, they're <laughs> they're crazy. Anyways, my kids don't do any of that shit. So I made them asparagus, and I said to them, "Hey, guess what? The cool thing about asparagus, you eat it, and then your pee smells really weird." <laughs> That was like the magic formula. <laughs> they fucking, they tried it and then they liked it, of course, because yeah. it was, you know, I, I can, I can saute a pretty mean asparagus. <laughs> it was pretty good. They ate it like crazy. <laughs> and so then I said, all right, they're like, okay, okay. So what, we go pee now and our, our pee smells different. And I think they expected almost like a magician to like, <laughs> they're going to hold their little dicks and it was just going to be like, you know, rainbow color and, and smell. And so Evan, he has to pee first. He runs in the bathroom and he pees <laughs> and he can't really smell it yet. And he sticks his entire head, like oh his fucking God. face, like an inch away from the toilet water. Oh. Just his head is in the toilet. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, you can smell it from a high. Like it's very fragrant. Yeah. And it didn't smell. So I'm like, all right, well, let it, you know, kick in a little bit. Yeah. And like an hour later, we try again. I pee, totally smells. And one of them can't smell it. I think it was either Grant or Evan. The other one totally smelled it. It was all pumped about it. Yeah. So, of course, I Googled it. <laughs> and not everyone can smell it. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's not that your body doesn't make the... Because I guess when your stomach breaks it down, it creates some sort of chemical that when your hot pee hits the cold toilet water, uh-huh. the, the sudden shift in temperature, like, it makes the smell really... <laughs> I, it's just something very interesting about it. So, I guess technically, if you pissed hot into hot, maybe it wouldn't smell... Huh. Like if you had heated toilet water, whatever. <laughs> Science, folks. Yeah. You just figure, learned something. Figure that out. So <laughs> anyhow, you some people can't smell it. So one of my boys can't smell it. Oh, man. That's like yeah. a, that's like, you know, like being blind almost. Right. Like a recessive weird <laughs> gene that he doesn't have. Are you going to get him therapy for it? I probably should. <laughs> shouldn't I? So yeah, but they're, or if they have a really weird poop, uh-huh. like my my kids, like I know, 
I think when my buddy Corbin was on, we talked about how they were obsessed with shits mm-hmm. and farts and stuff. It's toned down a little bit, and it kind of. I think on the on that podcast, I was like, "Yeah, it's cool. I don't care. They can talk about it." <laughs> I think like the next week, it wasn't cool anymore. Like it was too much, and I finally, my wife and I were like, "No more potty talk." Yeah, like it's over. Your rumspringa for Amish people that you just had fun. It's done. So there's there's been a moratorium on on the shit talk in my house. But we can't not talk about it when they're shitting. Yeah. So when they take a, like a huge shit and they're like, dad, 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 come look at my poop. Look at my poop. Or if they take a weird one, like the other day, one of them shit and it was green, which happens from time to time. I don't know. I think they must have had like a green drink or a smoothie or something. And you would have thought again, like the magic smelling piss, you would have thought like it was a, a gift, like a toy, like a body hack came out. And they, they called me and yelled at me and really excited. That's the stuff you need to put on Instagram. I know, right? <laughs> That's what people want to see, I think. One time the dogs ate a bunch of crayons. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, the shit came out blue, like completely <laughs> blue. So I did put that on Instagram. Yeah. See, I wonder about that kind of stuff because I've thought about taking a picture of like a poop or something, like like one of their funny weird poops. <laughs> but then I always got Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Nicole's listening to the show, and any of your any of her girlfriends don't tell her I'm talking shit about her on the show. That do listen. That's what's funny. So my wife's friends listen to the show. My own stinking wife doesn't. Anyways, don't tell her I said that either. <laughs> so my today this this really literally happened today. My, Nicole and I are in the kitchen cleaning up dinner, and Grant comes walking down, and he's all, "I'm a little doggy with a white tail." And we're like, oh, what's up? Because, you know, he'll pretend he's a dog sometimes yeah. and walk around. He's like, I'm a little doggy with a white tail. And we're not really paying attention to him. I finally look around. He's butt naked. And he's got toilet paper in between his ass crack, like like hanging down like a white tail. And I was like, what the heck? Get upstairs. Wash your hands. That's disgusting. And Nicole had to turn away because she was laughing, which is, you know, you know, always fun to deal with. She turns away. And I'm like, get upstairs. Get upstairs. He goes upstairs, and I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. Like, I can't wait to tell that on the show tonight. <laughs> and Nicole's like, oh, you can't tell that on the show. <laughs> and I said, why? And she says, well, what happens if one of uh, Grant's su- um, fellow students, their parents listen to the show? I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Fucking nobody, Grant's friends' parents? <laughs> like, who do you think this show is? Okay, great if they do. Yeah. And she said, well, what about when they get older and they listen back to the show? I said, that's cool, man. If, if, I don't know how many of these we're going to do. Maybe yeah. we'll do a million of them. And they went, oh, whoops. That's uh, whoopsie. Man, I thought we were pro I know here. we're not. So we're not doing a thousand of these. We're going to do like five more and, yeah. and quit. But if I could look back and see that my dad had this like rad recorded thing where he yeah. told funny stories about us growing up, I think that'd be pretty cool. I, I mean, I think it would depend on the age. Like, you know, yeah. if, if if Evan's like nine years old and he hears a podcast where you're talking about, you know, something embarrassing, I think he might be embarrassed by it. Listen, this podcast is rated MA-17. <laughs> as much naughty talk as we do on this. Yeah. I wrote down a really weird ass story. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm torn whether I should tell you or not. I do not want my son to hear that until he's like at least 16 or something. Well, now you have to tell it. All right. So, you know, this is the other thing. So... Back to what Nicole saying, like, I shouldn't say things. This is something that I wasn't sure that I should share. Okay. I thought, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> and not because of Nicole at all. This, though, would be something like, if you and I were hanging out, I would tell you this story. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's weird. <laughs> and it would probably make you laugh. So 
Those are three th- reasons why I would like to share a story with you. And so, yeah, fuck it. So here it is. It's not that bad. Okay. Don't get excited. It's, it's just whatever. So last week I was in Portland. And Portland, like the show, Portlandia, mm-hmm. I think people might think like, yeah, that's a show. That's a character. The show isn't, the, the town isn't really that silly. It really is. <laughs> I mean, that show takes real things there exaggerates them a little bit mm-hmm. but the show the, the town is so hip and so <laughs> cool and there's weird just bizarre recycled you know um uh, <laughs> artisan cheese this that whatever it's a character <laughs> the whole fucking town is a character so i stayed at this hotel called the ace mm-hmm. which is a rad hotel and it's a really cool chain but like every little thing is thought of like there's not a button or a pen or something in the hotel that hasn't been like thought through. Yeah. Which is cool, but it's also kind of intimidating and it's also kind of weird. <laughs> so at like breakfast, like when you travel and you have breakfast in the morning, it's like continental breakfast. Mm. And I mean, I travel a lot. Like I just got the A-list <laughs> for um, Southwest because I travel so much. Yeah. So you travel and you have breakfast in the morning and you have like an omelet or you have toast. Yeah. Or you have pancakes or some dumbass American breakfast food that you've been having <laughs> your entire fucking life. Not at the Ace <laughs> at, in Portland. So, or you order room service. You're like, I got an early day tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just going to eat while I get dressed and I'm going to hit the road running <laughs> like a real businessman. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm in the hotel room and I'm like looking through all the just ridiculous things. There's all these little knickknacks. There's a record player. <laughs> Like a real record player. It's like someone's dorm room. Yeah. And I'm looking through all this shit. And I'm like, well, where's the uh, menu for a fucking breakfast? Like, I'm like, give me some Eggs Benedict or yeah. a Denver omelet. <laughs> Nothing. And it's all, feel free to join us breakfast in the morning in room 300. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's a thing. <laughs> I go there and it's, it's, a, it's a hotel room that they've converted into like a kitchen. <laughs> And everything is crazy. It's like homemade mashes on these pickled things. Nothing that you really want for breakfast. Yeah. It was amazing food. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But for like a dinner appetizer or something, and I was really upset about it. <laughs> there was nothing filling. There was nothing good. It was just like weird jams and cheeses and pickled meats. And <laughs> Did you complain? No. You should have said something. The girl was so nice. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, where well, I need some sausage and bacon. <laughs> and bacon's very hip. You know, hipsters like to eat yeah. bacon. There wasn't any bacon. Nothing. Not a donut. It's disappointing. It was. Because part of business traveling, like, okay, let me ask you a, a personal question. Okay. Well, not too personal. <laughs> when you were on vacation, of course you and your lovely wife made love. <laughs> right? Yes. You're on vacation. <laughs> Like, part of going on vacation, especially when you're married, like, it's it's fun to have sex on vacation. <laughs> you're in a new room. Yeah. A new bed, perhaps. Maybe something crazy happens <laughs> that may or may not have happened at home. Whatever. Anything can happen. It's exciting. I remember one time when Nicole and I, the very first time we started dating, and we didn't have a dollar to our name, we... <laughs> this story is not that good. This is stupid. <laughs> Whatever, we got a hotel room, and we were just so excited to have a hotel room and, like, have sex in, like, a hotel room. Like, not, like, a, a bedroom or a dorm room. Yeah. It was very special. <laughs> well, maybe I'm that way then, because I, I had sex in a hotel room. It was special to me. It's still special to me now. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's special for everyone. I mean, yeah, Good. vacation vacation's the time to do that. It should be. Yeah. So you go on vacation and when you're married, listen, you know, you you do fun stuff, but getting to have sex in a new place is, is exciting. <laughs> yes. It's a change of pace. <laughs> well, I, I would say the same goes for the lone gentleman business <laughs> traveler. Cause it's like, look, this is the part of the story that's embarrassing. It's like, listen, of course I <laughs> You're at home. It's like your home base. That's where you mainly do it. But when you're out and about and you're in a new hotel room, even as a as a gentleman, as a very business classy, utmost class. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> utmost class gentleman that I am. You're in this hotel room and you're like, yeah, like let's just do this, like cranking down in the hotel room. So I mean, why else do they have those little bottles of lotion? That's all I'm saying. No one's hands are fucking dry. So, but, not at the Ace. No lotion. What? But not only that, their soap wasn't even soap. It was like soap on a hipster rope. And you like rubbed your hands on this like ropey soap. It was cool. I'm making fun of this hotel. It was super fucking cool. Yeah. But it was annoying and they didn't have lotion. How do they not have lotion? I don't know. That's... They had everything else. They had cilantro lime hair conditioner. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And like peppermint periwinkle witch hazel shampoo. And so I made a big mistake, though. <laughs> so I'm in the... And here's the other thing. Like, half the time I feel like I, I masturbate. Like I, I jerk off. <laughs> half the time I feel like I'm doing it, especially in a hotel room. It's almost like I'm here. I got to do it. I got to, like, use the services. Because you don't, like... You don't get a hotel room with a prostitute and not have sex with her. So I'm my own prostitute, and I have to have sex to get my money's worth. So no lotion, though. Which is awful, because I'm not I'm not a dry guy. I have no uh, a DHJ, which, okay. which is a dry hand job, or a WHJ for anyone uh, who's not I don't know a 25 year old male idiot. So I'm I'm definitely not a DHJ. I've done it in a pinch. <laughs> Any port in a storm, literally a pinch, a real pinch. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, and I remember hiding the fact that I did it a lot. Like, you don't always have, you know, you can't always lay out candles and rose petals on your junior high bed. So, but I wasn't down for the DHJ now, because I'm a grown man now. You know what I mean? That's 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 a child's game. Yes. But no lotion. And it's not like I, business, I wasn't business traveling with fucking cans of lube and, you know, take care of myself. Which I apparently, could you imagine this? You're traveling through the air travel uh, baggage claim. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oops, sir, you got a big liquid in your bag. And they pull it out, and it's like a huge bottle of Astro Glide. And that's something, they're, they're looking, they're like, oh, you're on your honeymoon. And you're like, nope, just business traveling. It's got about a week stretch in uh, San Bernardino, so it's going to be jerking off a lot. <laughs> so I didn't have any of that shit. But what I did have was that stupid soap on a rope. And I made a huge mistake. I jerked off with the soap. And it got in my pee-pee hole. And it burned so bad. <laughs> Because it was like, I don't know what I was thinking. It was like witch hazel, peppermint, seriously. And I almost I was almost brought tears to my eyes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I, yeah. I did I don't finish. Know if I, I still finish, though. I mean, okay, I'm not going to give up on this situation. So, yeah. I don't, even, I don't even know what to say to that. I don't know. So it's, Your mom would be proud that you didn't quit. I don't um, know. But. Yeah. That was well. I'm sorry for. for the, it's okay. Well, <laughs> At least it wasn't like herpes that made your dick no. burn. 
Not at all. It was just some organic <laughs> free trade peppermint juice. Well, and that's the thing too. I thought, you know, maybe I'm sensitive. Here's a, you want totally. Here's another part of the story that's even more embarrassing. <laughs> okay. When I was a little boy, this is true. When I was a teeny boy, and I don't have like a, a really tiny tiny dong or anything. <laughs> I have a normal guy dong. It. Uh, <laughs> I had to get my my wiener hole like an operation because it was too small. <laughs> what? I'm serious. That's real, dog. How, just the hole was small. Yeah, like... I was probably like five or six or younger. I don't know. What? Maybe it was like a botched. Um, what's it? Circumcision. I don't know why. But what? Yes, and I had to get like a little slit on it to kind of make it so I could pee more <laughs> there. So here I am thinking like maybe I have a sensitive wiener hole. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I so I'm thinking about this when I was thinking about the show, and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot. Because like, I blocked the shit out of that memory. <laughs> I, like, I have these bits and pieces. Like I remember it happening. I remember being embarrassed and like the pain. And I remember the doctor's name. His name was Dr. Watkins. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm five or six. And he's like handling my dick. Like, you know, very <laughs> clinical. Yeah. My parents were there. But what six-year-old wants some strange-ass old doctor with cold hands touching his little six-year-old dick yeah so i looked it up because i thought to myself what if this operation doesn't even exist (laughs) like hold on a second what if like this doctor cut my dick and touched it (laughs) took my parents for a ride well it does exist and it's called i wrote it down because this is it's called a meat a meatotomy a meat meat so it's got fucking meat (laughs) yeah how ridiculous is that that? a meatotomy google I'll name the episode Meatotomy. <laughs> yes. Google it, and there's pictures. They're not nice. <laughs> and it's true. It's like you get your uh, your meat hole opened up. It's like rhinoplasty. The name sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Meatotomy. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're, you're fixed. Whew. Wow. <laughs> I got a lot off my chest tonight. <laughs> that was like a therapy session. It was. Right and it's not like my, the di- my dick hole is like a straw. <laughs> Or something. I have a very normal. It's like a fire hose. Yeah, so I can put out. You know, it's just constantly open. It's just pee is just constantly just falling out of my dick. You gotta use a tampon. Oh god. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> I've never had to get swabbed for an STD or anything like that. Yeah. A buddy of mine did in college, and he said he almost passed out. Like Ike, have you ever had to get this done to you? No. I mean, they and it's long, and they stick it. You have to have a boner. And they fucking stick it down your dick like they're stuffing a musket Ugh. in the Civil War. Like, duh, duh, duh. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how what that would feel stuffing like? Stuffing a musket? Listen. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe not. Maybe a little more ginger with it. <laughs> but, oh, I, I'm getting sick to my stomach thinking yeah. about it. I just got, like, hot. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. All right. Well, obviously, my penis hole is a very sensitive <laughs> topic for lots of discussion. Um, so, yeah. So, that. <laughs> That's Maybe the, you can get it tested story. for sensitivity or something. There's got oh yeah, there's metotomy out there. How's that test go, <laughs> girl? <laughs> I need to find out how sensitive my my dick mouth is. So yeah, I'll talk to my wife about that test. <laughs> oh boy, should we do a goat? What's getting your goat uh, this week? Yeah, we can do a goat. Uh, old people driving. Oh, classic goat. goat. Yes, um, I was merging onto the freeway the other day. And the car next to me wouldn't let me merge into the lane. What kind of person is that? Yeah, and I like it was either speed up and get hit or hit someone, mm-hmm. or slow down and get rear ended. 
So like I had to kind of maneuver in and I was like, does this asshole not see me? And I look in my rear view mirror and right. it's this like tiny old lady who could barely see over the steering wheel, but Man. she had a fucking eye patch, dude. What? She had an eye patch on her right eye. So I'm thinking she didn't even see me pull no. up to the side of her. Wow. I'm like, how is she driving right now with an eye patch? That's scary. And she's like swerving all over the place. It was. That's worse than a drunk driver. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Because a drunk driver probably only drives drunk once a week. Yeah. Twice a month. That old bitch is driving every day. Drunk. I don't, she, it's got to be illegal to be that old and drive with an eye patch, right? I would hope so. Like, it was ridiculous. She should call the police on her. Yeah. But, and she obviously had a huge boat of a car. Of you know, course. She's old. Right. But it was ridiculous, man. I like man. had to speed away because I was scared to be driving anywhere near her. Right. Wait till you're old, though. <laughs> I have heard that that's sort of for people the last sort of bastion of freedom uh, for people. And once you can't drive anymore, you're dead i just feel like though like maybe the state can intervene and be like hey i'm sorry yeah yeah that's like my grandma can't drive anymore and my mom has to tote her ass around everywhere (laughs) you know this is part of growing old i guess yeah she doesn't want to get behind the wheel and run over a kid yeah that'd be horrible you know especially with an eye patch (laughs) come on it was it was a white eye patch maybe she just had surgery or something she's old she's got all of her shit's falling out (laughs) I'm sure she has an eye surgery every yeah. other day. <laughs> man, well, you're right. Old people, it's, it's a rough out there, man. Yeah. Be safe. Don't text and drive either. No, don't. Especially uh, if you're old. No, God. Well, you don't have to worry about that. There's no old people texting. Yeah. They're just yelling out the window. Uh, what's my goat? Oh, yeah. So, all right. I had a goat <laughs> like two weeks ago that I really wanted to share when it was more relevant. It was about 9-11. Okay. It's not not as not as relevant anymore, but it was a good one, and I couldn't think of another one. So fuck okay. it, I'm gonna say what it is. So when when nine eleven happened this year, the anniversary of it, which is always kind of weird and somber, especially on the West Coast. Like if you were in New York when nine eleven hit, I, I can't even imagine like what your memories are of it and your yeah. your perspective on it. It's unique, and no one else has that. That's yours. In California, I woke up and I was just like, oh shit, there's some planes hitting some stuff. I was like. I don't know, eighteen, seventeen. Yeah, my my perspective was totally weird and and, and like a, a a stupid kid in college, but anyways. So now it's been what twelve years or something. Yeah, which is kind of a long time. I mean, that's like almost half of our lives. Yeah, already gone. Lots changed. We've had kids, so I think a lot of people kind of like forget about it or kind of it's just become another thing that we talk about that changed the world. Anyways, in our industry, brands like to talk about it too. <laughs> So uh, when this happened on that when when nine eleven came around this time, it's like brands are told to like be be personable, have a personality, like yeah. talk on Twitter, engage your fans, like do all this stuff. Where all of a sudden like Sprite is you know tweeting at people, but you're a company, or there's other companies who have multiple people that run their accounts, and they almost become like pseudo personalities of the company, mm-hmm. whatever. So it's like all year long we say like brands look at me, talk to me, be with me. And then on nine eleven some brands are just like. Our condolences go out there, and people are going crazy about it. Yeah. Like, you've got no right. <laughs> you don't. And some of them did really stupid shit. Yeah. Like, the one that got a lot of, uh, got beat up a lot was AT&T. They had, like, an iPhone with a picture of them yeah. on a skyline. That's That was just stupid. But it's not offensive. It's yeah. just, listen, I hate to break this to you, but brands are out there and companies are out there to take your money. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do, and they'll do anything to do that. Even if that means like a, a slightly offensive tweet, they're just trying. <laughs> they're just dumb people like you and I. Yeah. I can tell you the people that make all the advertising, 
they're just normal stupid idiots <laughs> exactly. and they're lazy and some of them are brilliant just yeah. like any field yeah totally so get don't don't hold them on this high pedestal Mad Men, the pitch <laughs> all these shows i think have made advertising people like they've deified them or something yeah they're just normal idiots <laughs> especially social media people they're the fucking worst because <laughs> social media people are young yeah and they don't have perspective or really know how to have a job they're just really good at twitter i guess yeah yeah so whatever i'm I'm being a real rude rooster here but it really got my goat that like they're damned if they're doing they're damned if they don't yeah because if they didn't say anything about it then people would complain like oh right oh what i fucking care oh yeah mcdonald's isn't weighing in on 9-11 what are you pro are you a fucking terrorist (laughs) they got like two french fries (laughs) oh god there dude that that would have probably killed in a marketing meeting that's why you're a copywriter Because I swear to God, that, 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 yeah. Oh, man, that's genius. And it reinforces our brand. Yeah, totally. Oh, God. Well, so I'm surprised. You know, someone probably did it. I thought, uh, yeah, whatever. All right. So moving on. So, yeah, that, that, this would have been even better a couple weeks ago. It would, yeah. Around 9 11. Definitely. So, but I just, I really had to get it off my chest. I got a lot off my chest. Yes, you did. Tonight. All right. I guess that's it. Yeah, I feel good. Nice. It's late. You got to get you home so you can play some GTA, maybe. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's it, I guess. Uh, We we got good listener questions, too. I guess we want to do one one or two of those. Now, you know what? We'll save them. You sure? You know, here, here's one that I'd like to address. Okay. And I know this is from Mike Bodge. He's convinced that at the end of every show, there's a fart noise. (laughs) And I'm here to set the record straight. (laughs) It's not a fart noise. The song is by the refused and it's called like liberation frequency or something i don't know but there's like a static noise it's like like a tuning a dial like trying to find the station that's what it is what kind of animal would fart at the end of every show i'm so excited to be done i just release my bowels and just that's maybe that that's something we need like a signature sign off like go ahead put your butt up to the mic i know we do we could use a signature sign off but i guess that's not a fart yeah um we'll think about it we'll think about it uh and then so here's a rude one when was the last time you shit your pants i couldn't tell you I've, i don't think i ever shit my pants legitimately you've never legitimately shit your pants i've never even had like a, a bad accident like oh my god i'm sick i have blue poisoning what? i've always been able to this like tight anus control i guess and tight colon work I don't remember the last time I shit my pants, but I definitely remember the times that I have shit, like sometimes that I have shit my pants. As like a teenager or grown up or what? Uh, I mean, there was one time I was probably like 10 or 11. I was uh-huh. at the mall. I think I might have told the story before. Yeah, maybe. Um, what happened? It was like around Christmas time and I had to I had to go to the bathroom and I went to the, the bathroom at the food court because I'm stupid. Right. And it was like super busy and there was a line. <laughs> And I'm like holding my shit in and I finally get into the stall. And before I can take my pants down, I just shit oh, okay. in my pants. And like, I got shit all over me. I like take, <laughs> oh, God. I take like the, the toilet paper and I'm like trying to clean up and it's just oh. filling up the toilet and I have to leave my underwear there. And oh. I got like shit on my sock that, and I was wearing shorts. Oh my so God. you could see like shit on my socks. That's rough. And I just, like, I ran out of the bathroom. Like, you know what? How can you share an embarrassing story like that on the <laughs> internet? What are your kids going to think when they hear? that yeah i think they'll think their dad <laughs> is... they're like boy uncle eddie is, is, is very normal <laughs> yeah. my dad is a, is a dirt ball <laughs> i've never had that happen thank god yeah it's it's yeah it's it's an embarrassing moment i worry about that though 
yeah. I, I think I have a mindset that's always like worst case scenario, mm-hmm. which is helpful in some cases because I can be like, all right, I've thought about this and I can deal with it. Yeah. Other times, like I was talking to Evan tonight when I put him to sleep, his biggest worry is when we're in Hawaii, we're going to get lost. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what do you mean lost? Like just, we're just going to drive around. <laughs> like I think in his head, he thinks Hawaii is like Africa or something. We're just going to be like <laughs> driving around the mountains and... And I said, but we have, you know, we have our phones and we have Google Maps and we, we'll be okay. Like, just like, you know, because he, he knows what GPS is. It's yeah. been his life, his whole life. He's like, I don't know, Dad. I just, what, what if we get lost? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he just means like symbolically. <laughs> well, lost was shot in Hawaii. So there you maybe go. that's what he's talking about. Yeah, I guess the island we're going to is where Jurassic Park was shot. So we're going to go check that out. That's awesome. They're pumped on that. Nice. Yeah. Is it like a real, like legit tour or just, you just, I don't know what it is. We're kind of winging that part of it. it. Some of it we've gotten very particular about whatever. We're going to talk about this (laughs) shit. All right. Show's over. Um, (laughs) Save her for the show. So next week I will be in Hawaii. I think I'll do like a five minute show. Oh, okay, cool. I I don't know. I thought I should just, we should just skip it. But then I thought, now let's keep the the record going, the momentum. You should get like a like a bellhop or something to be on on with you. There you like, go. Yeah, you got five minutes to be on my show. Yeah, maybe I'll meet somebody interesting. Nice. Or it'll be me on the beach for five minutes, just being <laughs> like, "Yo, what's up? This is Dan. Go, go, go. bye." <laughs> so, all right. Well, episode what is it? Sixty six. <laughs> and save it for the show. Thank you for listening, and see you next week, sort of. Yes. But then we'll definitely see you a couple weeks after that. Yep. Good night. Peace.